Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we have been discussing Chapter 8, Aksara Brahma Yoga, Yoga of Imperishable Brahman. In Chapter 6, we have seen the techniques of meditation. And then the second segment of Bhagavad Gita, as we have discussed before, Bhagavan is now describing what to meditate upon. In Chapter 7, Gnana Vignana Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge and its Application, Bhagavan has given the knowledge about the Supreme Self. Bhagavan said, I have two prakritis, apara and para, my lower nature and my upper nature. My lower nature you experience every day. My upper nature you experience, but do not recognize it. And then in the end of that chapter, Bhagavan has said that one who recognizing me in Adi Daivam, Adi Yagnam, and Adi Bhutam, in all these aspects, one who realizes there is nothing but me, the Supreme, is pervading through all these manifestations. The reality remains reality, but the representation is nothing but the superimposition on the fundamental reality. The one who realizes this, such a person will come to my being. In other words, he will also become one with that supreme reality. He will recognize, he will identify with that supreme reality. And the terms Bhagavan used in that, Arjuna wanted to understand. Arjuna said, explain all these six terms you mentioned. And he also mentioned that even Antakale, even at the last minute someone recognizes this, someone realizes that, he will also come to my being. Maybe the whole life he struggled through understanding it. But once he comes to that realization, and that may be the last minute, then also he comes to me. This is all confusing to Arjuna and to all of us. So Arjuna asked question on our behalf to Bhagavan to explain all these things you talked about. What are all the six terms and how one can achieve that at the time of death. So this is what we have been discussing in this chapter. Aksara Brahma Yoga, Yoga Imperishable Brahman, is to define what Supreme Brahman is. So we have seen the definition so far of the six terms Bhagavan has described. The Brahman is the imperishable entity. That's the fundamental entity. That remains constant in all throughout any manifestation, any representation, any experience that you have. So at micro level, I realize that all that I am is that which I consider I. Everything else is a superimposition on me. I the father, I the brother, I the employer. All those are superimposition. They can only exist when I exist. When I am gone, none of those existences are possible. But once in one who recognizes this fact that the 
underlying reality is the consciousness which creates this conscious awareness in me about my surrounding and about my own limited self but all other things which are finite and which are perishable is not me so the last verse we have discussed where one said antakale ch maame va smaran muktva kale varam यह प्रयाति से मद्भाव में आती न अस्य तत्र संशया देर इज नो डाउट दैट एनी वन हु रेकग्नाइजेज दैट ऑल दिस रेप्रेजेंटेशन विच आई सी इन दिस वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड ऑफ प्लोरालिटी इज अ सुपर इम्पोजिशन ऑन द सुप्रीम ब्रह्मन यू विल ऑल्सो कम टू मेक हाउ कैन देर बी पॉसिबल सो भगवान एक्चुअली क्लैरिफाइज इन द वर्स इज अलोन द वॉट इट मेंट वॉज if you come to the stage that you have come to the final realization there is no going back to that ignorance that you had before that i am this limited being but if i remain in that ignorance then i'll continue the journey in my ignorance yam yam api smaran bhavam tyajatyante kalevaram tam tamai vaiti kunteya sada tad bhava bhavita whatever you think in the last moment of whatever is being or a state of existence that's the being you will go and that the existence you will get we have our day to day life experience that where will i go after this class is entirely dependent on my thought at that time i was thinking about going for shopping i'll do that on saturday night when i go to sleep i think about what i'm going to do tomorrow morning when i have a class tomorrow morning but sunday night when i go to sleep i don't think about gita class i think about my office so next morning i'll go to my office and this thing comes with a last minute thought this is a pattern which i have created in my life and that regulates how i think all throughout the week so i want to whoever at the last minute of that particular existence things about whatever thing or a being or an existence that the existence he goes to in, in the next existence so that's a logical explanation bhagwan ki how antakale will work whatever you are thinking that's what you will become as you think so you become so now bhagwan gives a clear instruction to arjuna and says therefore तस्मात् सर्वेशु कालेशु माम अनुस्मर युध्यच इट इज वेरी सिग्निफिकेंट वर्ड्स बिकॉज इट क्लेरिफाइज लॉट्स ऑफ मिसकंसेप्शन अबाउट आवर रिलीजन वांट टू देयरफॉर यू थिंक अबाउट मी ऑल द टाइम सो दैट यू डोंट हैव टू वेट फॉर व्हाट विल बी माय थॉट इन द लास्ट मिनट माम अनुस्मर एंड युध्य एंड देन एंगेज इन योर ड्यूटीज एंगेज इन योर बैटल डू नॉट गिव अप व्हाट यू आर डूइंग continue doing what you're doing live your life as you have planned but keep me in the background this knowledge this knowledge which i have given you in the last chapter that nothing exists other than my own self and everything else is nothing but my own representation when i see the world of objects and beings and material that's my lower prakriti in the when you realize when you know that knower is also my own prakriti the same supreme consciousness functioning through this limited body mind and intellect makes me a knower 
तो भगवान से तस्मात सर्वेशु कालेस ऑल द टाइम वाल यू आर डूइंग योर वर्क डूइंग योर ड्यूटीज लिविंग योर लाइफ कीप दैट इन द बैक ऑफ योर माइंड दैट इवन दो दिस वर्ल्ड ऑफ प्लोरालिटी आई एम एक्सपीरियंसिंग दिस सिंगुलरिटी व्हिच इज वर्किंग थ्रू ऑल दिस वर्ल्ड ऑफ प्लोरालिटी मई अर्पित मनः बुद्धि नाम एव एस्यसी असंसयम इफ यू offer your mind and intellect to me then you will come to me there is no doubt about it so the mind and intellect offering to him means mind and intellect should be rooted in that knowledge the constant background thought should be that even though i work in this world as an individual however i have no existence other than the existence of the supreme self my existence is only possible is dependent on his existence if that thought is constant in my mind the bhagwan said that that's a offering your mind to me the mind is not think is relying on the ego that which is identifying with the limited self so right now i'm rooted in my ego i clearly think i exist there is no doubt nobody can convince me that i do not exist but my existence is so unique that it is not related to other people's existence other things existence i exist in an island by myself and i'm relating to the other beings and other people as separate entities i want to if you remove the notion from your mind and plant a notion that i am manifestation of the same reality as everything else is and then live your life then you will come to me there is no doubt about that so then in the next verse he said how that is possible so right now it seems it's impossible then how can i constantly think about bhagwan this is not to say that you are called 24 hours do bhajan it this thought in the background just as in music there is a shruti listen indian music that i know that there is a shruti which is playing on atanpura which regulates all the music which is going on in that concert or in that performance in the same way that thought should be a shruti in my thinking is all other thoughts when i'm dealing with the world outside i'm in my business i'm in my my relationship that thought should be a shruti in my thinking and then if i work in this world it will be possible that i will see him in everything and every being in the last moment because it has now become my nature the underlying thought in all my thoughts that that thought will be prominent in the time of my death but once it is possible abhyas yogi yuktena chetasa na anyagamina परमं पुरुषं दिव्यं याति पार्थ अनुचिन्तयन् विद द माइंड नॉट हैविंग एनी अदर न अन्यगामिना इन अदर वर्ड्स द बेसिक फंडामेंटल थॉट दैट आई एग्जिस्ट एवरीथिंग आई स्टार्ट्स विद आई एज़ सुन एज़ आई वेक अप द वेरी फर्स्ट थॉट इज आई वोक अप आई एम गोइंग टू माय ऑफिस देयर नथिंग दैट स्टार्ट्स विदाउट आई इन इट if that i if i replace from this limited identification to the 
अनलिमिटेड आइडेंटिफिकेशन भगवान से इट विल बी पॉसिबल बट यू हैव टू डू इट अभ्यास योग युक्त है कॉन्स्टेंटली थिंकिंग अबाउट दैट न अन्य गामिना नो अदर आइडेंटिफिकेशन दैट शुड बी द बेसिक थॉट देन आई विल हैव रिलेशनशिप्स आई विल बी रिलेटिंग टू द वर्ल्ड आउटसाइड आई विल बी कॉन्सियस अबाउट माई सेल्फ बट आई विल बी अवेयर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड आउटसाइड so there is a difference between consciousness and awareness so we are conscious agents are aware of the world outside so when i am in waking state i am aware of my waking world i have conscious awareness of my waking world when i am in dream i am consciously aware of my dream world but when i am deep sleep i am conscious but there is no awareness paramam purusham divyam you constantly think about that supreme divine being that you are that which is your real nature if you do that then you you certainly will come to me at the time of your death at the time when you give up this ego completely when your ego dies then you will become one with me and then the next verse which is very significant verse because now bhagwan is fulfilling his promise that i'll tell you what to meditate upon so this verse puts everything together in how to think about the supreme self that we are trying to identify with right now it's very easy for me to identify with the limited self in not a problem my this is me this is my body i will never have to think about it i'm in a constant state of samadhi about who i am I am this limited body this mind this intellect to change that bhagwan has given a clear description of the supreme being kavim puranam anusasitaram the eight aspects in which you can think about the supreme self the first is kavim the all knowing being that omniscient being that everyone thinks about omniscient doesn't mean that that person or that entity knows everyone's thoughts at the same time swami ji says actually that will be a punishment to anybody i have enough trouble just knowing my own thoughts if i know everybody else's thoughts it will become very difficult to handle kavim that omniscient being he knows everything in other words whenever i focus my ability to know then i'll know that bhagwan is all pervading all the knowing is happening in his being only the word kavi in our vernacular language kavi is a poet but in vedic literature kavi is the seer the one who sees the reality all those rishis have composed poetry to describe what they've seen and their vision so they were called kavis now the same word we use for any poet who creates poetry puranam ancient it is fundamental there is nothing before that it is the ancient there is nothing before that means he is fundamental you cannot reduce him down to something else anusasitaram who is the ruler of everything in myself my consciousness is the ruler that consciousness is the king of all my perceptions my experiences my knowledge if that consciousness is not there i will have no perception no cognition no, no knowledge therefore 
the consciousness is the ruler in my own being. So is the supreme consciousness the ruler of all the knowings that are happening in this world. Anoho aniyam sam. It is smaller than atom. Atom in our normal language we consider as the basic building block of this nature, this world. But once in a that entity is even subtler than that, whatever this fundamental building block you think of. With the Anu, Parmanu, atom, particles, waves. But once the consciousness is subtler than that, I, the Supreme, is subtler than that. Anusmaredya who remembers Sarvasya Dhataram, who is the supporter of all beings. My being is supported by my consciousness, your being supported by your consciousness. So, so on and so forth. It's infinite. All the beings and things are supported by the consciousness. Achinte Rupam. When I try to conceptualize that in my mind, it's not possible. So if I start conceptualizing Bhagwan is a Bhagwan also with the two hands, the four hands, then Bhagwan said that's not my roop. My Swarupa is Achinte Rupam. In other words, you cannot conceptualize consciousness. We can conceptualize a material representation of a consciousness, but not consciousness itself. Aditya Varnam. If, if, if I cannot conceptualize it, if I can think about it, that means I'll be ignorant about it. Bhagavan says, no, that is not the case. This is something completely different. It is not that I'm ignorant about myself. I'm just aware of myself. I cannot conceptualize myself without conceptualizing my body, my mind, my intellect. I am still very aware of myself. That is Aditya Varnam. It does not require any other knowledge to know me. Just as you do not need any other light to see the sun. Sun's own light makes it possible for me to see sun. The same way, to recognize my own self, no other awareness is necessary. To be aware of the city, to be aware of, of my surrounding, I need other perceptions. But to know myself, I don't need anything. Therefore, it is tamasaha parastha. It is beyond ignorance. It is beyond darkness. Beyond darkness, sun is without darkness. Wherever there is sun, there cannot be any darkness. It opposite of darkness is sunlight. In the same way, my existence, my knowledge about my own self is opposite of my ignorance about my own self. So it's tamasaha parastha. Now we'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neil but.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Makaschit Dukkha Bhag Om Shanti
शांति शांति हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओम